Hey, 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 you guys. Thank you all so much for being a part of Black Canvas. We're still in season eight, and we have an amazing special guest who's back on the show, and his name is Sean Piccinino. If you guys have not heard of Sean before or listened to our previous episode, please go check it out where he talks about his movies, his life. And so today we're going to talk about actually a new movie that he has that just was released. It's going to be on HBO Max. And I'm going to let Sean Piccinino kind of share more about it and let us know where we can definitely support him in his endeavors. So thank you so much, Sean, for being on the show. And I'm so glad to have you back. Thank you so, so much. Uh, I always love coming on uh, uh, on your show, so I really appreciate you having me on here. And uh, yeah, my brand new movie is called Holiday Harmony. It just dropped on HBO Max uh, yesterday, Thanksgiving, which was uh, super, super cool. I'm, I'm very excited about this movie. It's a, it's a great film for the whole family to watch. Um, it, heartwarming, you know, it's the theme of this movie is about finding a place that you truly can call home. Um, and uh, uh, it's got an amazing uh, lead actress in Annalise uh, Separo, who uh, was in West Side Story recently with Steven Spielberg. And we were so lucky to get her to come on board and, and be our lead. And she's got a beautiful singing voice. And we did several original songs for this movie and the story follows her character who's pursuing you know her passion of of music so she's a singer a guitar player and she's traveling across the country um playing little gigs wherever she can because she has this amazing uh, opportunity to play for iHeartRadio in los angeles for their christmas eve special um and so that's kind of the journey she's on and of course along the way she's going to hit some road bumps and, um, and uh, she gets stuck in this little town. Um, and uh, also on our cast is Jeremy Sumter, who was Peter Pan. Uh, he's got uh, lots of adoring fans from his days back as Peter Pan. And then we have, of course, Brooke Shields, uh, icon. Um, and uh, she was just so amazing to work with, so generous uh, and, and so professional and and. Uh, we're just really excited to get to, to work with this amazing team. And, and uh, yeah, we put together this really sweet, sweet little holiday movie and, and with great music. And, uh, you know, we had all these amazing kid actors in it. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but if people want to check it out, uh, you know, HBO Max is where to find it. And it is out now. And um, uh, we're just tickled that it turned out so well. And, and uh, we're hoping it finds finds its audience. It's already it's already on the trending and popular list, so we're hoping that's a good sign. And and um, so yeah, we're just uh, so happy to continue to get to tell uh, these kind of heartwarming stories. Absolutely, Sean. Congratulations once again on releasing another amazing movie. I mean, Sean, I'm a huge fan of the movies you've already released. Do you mind telling um, our listeners about some of your new releases? That debuted in the top 10 um, recently that you just released within the last year and a half. Yeah. So we have um, uh, uh, the latest uh, release on Netflix was a film called that's a more, and that was kind of a summer. It came out in August, a summer rom-com really funny, amazing cast there as well. You got Isaac Rossi and uh, Riley Dandy were the two leads there. And they're just, they bring, just that real genuine uh, and, and, you know, 
kind of realistic comedy to their personas and you can really relate with them and just a beautiful, you know, again, the entire ensemble of cast was so amazing. And that did really well on Netflix. We made it all the way to number three in the world, which just blew all of our minds collectively. <laughs> we, we were always so surprised when we, when we are able to find an audience, because that's the ultimate goal and dream is to find your audience. And it, that's why we make them. We don't make them to, to not be seen, obviously. And so when they do find an audience, it's such a such a, uh, uh, amazing, uh, experience. And, and, uh, you know, we, we couldn't be more thrilled. It, it, uh, it did really well, stayed in the top 10 for, uh, 12 days straight. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that one's, that's a more not to be mistaken with that's amore, which is an Italian saying. And, uh, I actually think there's a movie right now being made with that title, but this one's that's a more, and it's about a Spanish cooking class, um, over here in, in, uh, in, um, uh, the U S and, and, uh, finding unlikely love while cooking food. And, uh, I'm a big foodie myself. So that's why, uh, when the story started popping up, I, I kind of gravitated towards it. And then of course we've had, um, our California Christmas movies, which did really well on Netflix as well. I currently have six movies on Netflix. So if anybody wants to go there and look up my name, it's kind of hard to spell, but if you look it up, uh, you'll see that I've got six movies on there and I'm super proud of all of them. There's not a, there's not a movie on there that I'm not like, you know, super, uh, proud and, and just ecstatic that it's on such a huge platform and that, uh, people can go see that work. You know, I've got full blown comedies. I've got, you know, coming of age stories on there, uh, sports dramas, you know, you name it, uh, uh, really proud of all those movies. And Sean, like I said, I just love your movies. I've had opportunity to see them. And it just reminds me of just never giving up on your passion. And when you have a vision to be able to give it your all, is such an amazing feat. And so I want to kind of talk about food for a second, since both of us are foodies. So I want to do my own version of Chopped, which is one of my favorite shows. On- oh, <laughs> love that show. I love that show. Man, I could watch that all day long. It's one of my favorites. So let's do a mystery ingredient. And I'm going to see if you can tell me what would you do to make it into a quote unquote Thanksgiving meal? So I'm going to give you, let's see. So I'll give you an easy one. I'll give you a mystery basket. We're going to have canned corn. Ooh. And I'm going to give you linguine pasta. And then the mystery oh. ingredient is going to be chocolate. Oh, no. <laughs> That's going to be tough. Oh, man. Well, shoot. That is a tough one. Uh, you know, I always like it when they try and, like, do, like, an ice cream on the show. So I don't know how the heck I would make that into some kind of ice cream. But, uh, you know, I guess some kind of... Uh, corn chocolate ice cream it'd probably be horrible and i would lose right away but uh i i I don't know so i I would try to turn it into some kind of dessert i guess because of the chocolate um and maybe that's the obvious thing to do maybe i should do something that's uh that's more creative but but i don't know you put me on the spot you said this was an easy one that was tough oh i'm gonna tell you how you can make it work so one day i asked okay yes i actually made a spinach and chocolate dish before and i never thought those two would go well together but it was like a sweet and savory and so i use Ooh, i love the sweet and savory yes i use a dark chocolate and then i i had the the actual spinach that i put in i use cream cheese to make like a sauce 
and then I used it with pasta. And then corn is just a good dish anyway. You can cream it, you know, a certain way. Right, right. And so no one, it kind of can get lost in between. But I would tell you, chocolate and spinach together, I never thought it would actually work. And it actually did. It was kind of like a mole. Wow. A mole for me. Oh, gosh. I love moles. (laughs) So I'm going to give you an easy one, Sean. That was kind of hard. That was actually. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do, what's your favorite um, meal that you like? And then I can try to create something around that. Oh my gosh. There's so much. I'm such a foodie. Um, you know, I love Japanese food. I love Indian food. Um, uh, okay. I'll, I'll go, I'll go. One of my favorite dishes is like a good, um, butter chicken, like an Indian butter chicken or, or a chicken tikka masala. Um, I really, really love those. Okay, cool. So we're going to use, um, portobello, um, mushrooms, we're going to use Ooh. chicken in a can. <laughs> oh. And we're going to use, uh, let's see, lasagna, like the pasta, ver- you know, like the noodle for lasagna. Oh. Wow. So okay. What, what can you do with that, Sean? Let's see what you can do with that one. Oh man, I'm I, look. I like to eat the food. I'm I'm not good at making it. I think you're way more creative uh, on on how you would do this. Give me the list again. Let me see if I can do this. Um, oh, okay, so we have mushroom. We have the lasagna noodle, and we mushroom kind of. And then we have the actual chicken that's in a can. Oh, canned chicken! Oh my gosh! Oh no! Um, I was so fail on this show. My wife's actually a really good cook. She would come up with something fantastic with this. Um, my gosh. So Sean, the lasagna this, noodles this is totally where you throwing me. A, you phone a friend, Sean, right now. <laughs> I'm phoning a friend. I'm phoning a friend. I need a friend. <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> so one thing I would do if I was making that, I would probably use like a ricotta cheese um, because that yeah. that goes really well, of course, with lasagna. And then probably yeah. with the chicken, I would use like certain seasoning. I would probably use Worcestershire sauce and I would probably use like a brown sugar because I, I want to do the sweet and savory again. And then I would probably cut it into smaller pieces and then kind of grill it. And then from there, I would put the grilled meat with the sauteed with the mushroom. And then I probably from there would just kind of layer it and make a lasagna from it. <laughs> something like that. Ooh, see, I wasn't even thinking about making a lasagna. I'm like, I gotta make something different, and and then that threw me. That sounds delicious. I'd eat it. <laughs> see, we, we're gonna ask your wife and see what she would say on that. Definitely. So after the this show, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try to test her and see if she can kind of beat us both out on that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, Sean, I really want to talk about the holidays because I I know your movie is gonna course get a lot of views very soon I'm, I'm putting that out there but let's just talk about thanksgiving and christmas what's one thing that you're the most grateful for doing the holidays oh it's got to be it's obviously it's got to be family and and just so grateful for the people in my life and you know whether that's blood relatives or chosen family you know i feel like i've folded a lot of people into my uh, family that, that aren't necessarily blood related, but they're still family. Um, you know, and that's certainly true of my filmmaking family as well. I mean, we've come, become so close. I've, I've now directed eight movies with essentially the same team. 
Uh, and so it's years and years of working very closely together and bonding. And so I've got uh, that film family and, and my regular family. I'm just so grateful for all of the people who are there and, you know, that support me and I support them. And, you know, to me, that's, that's kind of the, the meaning of life right there. 100%. And speaking of people that you work with, I do want to shout out Mr. Brad Rushing, who is amazing as well. And hopefully you guys will have him in the future with Sean, all three of us in the future. But Brad is oh true, yes, for sure. truly amazing. And I want to just kind of briefly talk about him, if you don't mind, and just kind of share some of his accolades. I know that he has worked with, he's an award-winning um, iconic director. And I think he's worked with, if you tell me if I'm correct, Britney Spears, I know Eminem, Mariah Carey, Moby, who I really enjoy. Amazing. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's worked with all of them. Uh, I mean, basically, all those iconic music videos of that era Brad was doing. And, and he's one of those uh, people that I was referring to earlier that have, have become family. Uh, you know, he's he's my brother. And, and we've now, over the last six, seven years, we've done just project after project together. We've traveled the world together. We've, we've filmed in China to, to, you know, Louisiana to, (laughs) you know, all over the, the United States and now the Caribbean, we just did a movie in the Caribbean together. Um, So yeah, he's an amazing, amazing cinematographer, director of photography. And uh, I'm pretty sure most people recognize obviously the Britney Spears toxic video and Eminem uh, without me video. And those are all very, very iconic. Moby, uh, Brad actually won a moon man that year for the, for the Moby video that he, uh, did the cinematography on. Um, but beyond those accolades, like those are really great, but he's so much more than, than obviously those music videos, his talents, uh, uh, in film and, and able to recreate this just beautiful natural lighting, from, you know, we, we looked at inspiration from filmmakers like Robert Redford, uh, all the way to Luc Besson and, uh, you know, stuff like that. And he's able to, you know, I'll pull reference, uh, stills from movies and I'll tell Brad like, Hey, this is what I was thinking for this lighting in this situation or these, this angle here, like we should do that. And then, you know, he starts brainstorming on how to pull that stuff off. And it's this beautiful, uh, dance that we do that that is you know uh helping us to paint the canvas that is that is our art uh even silly rom-coms like this for us it is it is our art it is our painting that we're doing together and it's really interesting because our brush strokes are in alignment which is very rare you know to find with people that you can uh, work so fluidly and easily together with and um uh Brad and I have found that uh, in each other so it's really He's my artistic brother and my and my my brother in real life and and also we play lots of music together. So he's a brilliant musician, songwriter, and uh, he's actually recording several albums right now on his own. And of course, I've come in and done backing vocals for him and played guitar and harmonica and ukulele in a in a in a song of his. And, uh, he's bringing all these amazing artists together on these albums he's doing. So he's a man of many talents, many passions, and uh, obviously incredibly artistic. 
I love to hear that, Sean. And that's something I didn't know about you as far as music is concerned. So what instruments do you play any of those? I know you say you sing. Do you play any specific instruments as well? Well, guitar is the main one. And I've, I've played some guitar on, on some of his tracks as well. But guitar is, is um, guitar and bass go back to when I was a young kid. I, I kind of got really into uh, playing both of those instruments. And I still do. Uh, but then I've also ventured out. Uh, I love drumming as well. Um, like I mentioned harmonica um, and ukulele. I do have a mandolin. Now, I wouldn't say I'm a good mandolin player yet, but I'm going to learn. And then I recently got a um, uh, an Irish lyre harp. So it's like a little mini harp. Really cool, all handmade. Uh, and so now I'm going to try and learn that too. So who knows? Uh, but I just love music. I love playing it. I love creating it. Um, and, uh, it's, it's kind of a meditative thing for me. It's really a kind of a joyous, happy place. So when I get to play music, it is, uh, it's just purely for passion and, and, uh, and just makes me feel good. Well, I would love to hear that one day. If you're ever interested in playing any of those instruments, we would love to hear it on Space Between if you ever want to kind of join in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That'd be fantastic. Awesome. And I know Brad would love that, too. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I love a good jam session, so that'll be cool. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, Sean, if you can use one word or choose a word to describe yourself, what word would you use? Oh my gosh. Um, so self-reflective. Um, I, I guess maybe I would say passionate. I seem to, to have been described that way in, in, uh, many a situation. <laughs> I get very passionate about things and, and obviously, uh, you know, creating films and stories and telling stories. I mean, I'm incredibly passionate about that. I'm also very passionate about uh, the people in my life that I care deeply for. So I guess that's a, that's a decent one. Maybe somebody else would say something different, but uh, in this particular moment, I think that's a, a, a good word. <laughs> I agree. I mean, if I chose one for you, I probably would use the word bold because I feel like Ooh. you make a lot of bold choices in directing, but also just, it takes a lot of bravery and boldness to be able to reach out to different um, artists that you have that are creatives on in your movies and to be able to connect with them in a different way. And like you said, you build family connections and authenticity. I think you're very authentic as well. So those would be the two bold and authentic would be the ones I would choose for you. Oh, wow. Well, that's, thank you so much. What a, what a, what a lovely uh, words <laughs> to be associated with. I, I really appreciate it. No problem. Now, what would your family use as a word to describe you? If they could come with one word, what word would your family use? Uh, energetic. I think for sure that's that's what they would say about me. I've got a lot of energy and, uh, uh, um, you know, I can, I can uh, um, you know, I don't know, dance until, until, you know, the sun comes up type of energy. So they, uh, I'm, I'm sure that's how they would describe me. And I've seen Sean's dance moves, you guys, and he can he can cut a rug now. I saw you on, on Instagram having a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know, but my, my moves, I joke with because I've got kids now. My moves are dad moves now. 
like when I growing up, my I thought my moves were cool. Now now they're kind of dad moves. But you know what? I've just embraced it. Uh, you know, uh, there was once upon a time I was a decent b boy uh, in the in the '80s. I could pop lock and and uh, and uh, do a lot of the the you know kind of the groundwork and and uh, acrobatics and stuff. But uh, you know, I'm getting older now. Those moves are a lot tougher. I tried to do a head spin in one of those videos, and that did not work out. Um, <laughs> my my neck was sore for like three days after that. I'm like, I guess I can't head spin anymore. I've got to I've got to build the muscles up for that. Absolutely, so and so we we don't want you falling out. We don't need any type of injury for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one other fun question before I go into a quick game that I want to play with you in a second. But the fun question is, if you could sit down with three celebrities, they could either be living or have passed away. Who, what three would you choose, and what type of influence do you feel those three people would have in your life? Hmm. Ooh, that's a good one too. I mean, I just feel like there's so many. Um, well, one that would pass that I would love to pick his brain it would be Buster Keaton. Um, he's always been a, a big kind of influence to me as far as filmmaking is concerned and storytelling. Um, he's basically one of the first stuntmen. He was a writer, director, actor, stuntman, uh, and in a lot of ways I've tried to emulate uh, that in my, my film path. Um, I think we talked about it last time, but I, I came up through this business through the stunt sides of things. So I perform stunts. I've uh, done fight choreography, stunt coordination uh, into second unit direction, and then, uh, you know, fully directing from there. Um, I did direct my own movies before the kind of stunt stuff took off, but because of martial arts in my, my growing up with martial arts and doing them and getting black belts in, in karate and uh, uh, Shaolin Kung Fu kind of really lended to just get me work in this business, uh, you know, doing fight choreography and stuff like that. So um so Buster Keaton was always in, in, and also Jackie Chan. So the two of them were like watching how they made films and told stories, um, which is really funny because a lot of people seeing these heartwarming rom-coms and Christmas movies wouldn't expect that those would be the names I might say. But um, yeah, I would really just love, I think, I think Buster was such a fascinating uh human and and all of his endeavors and how groundbreaking he was um in a lot of ways in modern day he's kind of overshadowed by charlie chaplin who was another obviously brilliant uh mind and and creator um but and actually chaplin did a lot of stunt work as well i mean he did a lot of crazy stuff in his movies that nowadays you know insurance companies wouldn't uh, sign off on but uh yeah buster keaton i'd really love to to pick his brain um you know i i did actually have the opportunity to meet george lucas and, and have a couple words with him nothing in detail but i worked on a tv series called the robot chicken and i did visual effects on it and we got to go up to skywalker ranch and and screen that and that was kind of a pinch me moment because i'm such a huge star wars fan um but he's somebody that I would love to be creative with. Obviously him and Spielberg are, are you know, two really um, 
influential filmmakers, especially on my childhood, my youth and, and, uh, and all of that, I think, um, Oh man, there's just so many people. It's hard to, it's hard to, uh, to pin it all down, but, um, uh, you know, there's, there's people like Viola Davis. I would absolutely love to collaborate with and work with. And I think, uh, she's just absolutely amazing. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's tough to just pick kind of a couple, you know, there's, I, I have so much, <laughs> I have so much that I would love to, to, uh, from a creative perspective and, and a career perspective would love to collaborate and, and get to work with um, so many amazing artists out there. Um, yeah. I think you're right, Sean. I love your choices. Viola Davis is someone I would love to meet and, and definitely work with or interview at one point. I love Viola Davis. I mean, I've seen her in pretty much every movie, every show. How to Get Away with Murder was one of my favorite shows that I, I literally still have yeah. on, my, on my DVR. I will go back and watch it. Annalise Keating. I mean, that was one of her standout roles. Um, I would probably choose Viola Davis for sure. Tyler Perry, who is someone who I admire. He's a New Orleans. Oh, man. Yeah, he's really, uh, he's amazing, like what he's created and, and what he's still continuing to create and build. And uh, yeah, I mean, really, really, uh, he would be amazing to and just to, I would just love to have coffee with him, you know, and pick Absolutely. his brain. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's amazing. Uh, back on Viola. I just, even outside of her work, uh, I think she's just fascinating and I love what she stands for. I kind of on social media, if you follow my page, I, I, repost her stories and, and posts all the time just because I just, uh, she's so poignant and spot on with a lot of what she's saying. So she's definitely on my dream board. You know, I've got her, uh, working with her up on there. Um, uh, another person is actually Keanu Reeves. And, and a lot of that has to do with just we've kind of run in similar circles with him. I have, I have, seen him. I've never really had a conversation with him. Uh, but uh, over at 87, uh, 11 action it, where, you know, they do and prep all the movies for like the, the John wick series. Um, but just knowing all the people in these circles and around him, just, you know, you hear the stories about how amazing he is and he just really is that amazing. Uh, and just, just a down to earth, you know, is he a perfect human? Of course not. None of us are, but he really does. He's proven time and time again to go out of his way to really help people. And that's something that I also uh, really strive and, and am hoping to be able to do on a bigger, grander scale as my career advances um, is, is, you know, if I gain that kind of influence in any way, I will, my mission is to do positive things with it. You know, I don't need 10 houses and, and all over the world and all that jazz and fancy cars. I don't care about that stuff. I would, I would much rather uh, be doing something to affect real positive change in the world. And, and so Keanu is, is, uh, and he's, he's a silent uh, um, donator to a lot of really noble causes and, and he'll never get credit for it. Uh, but because the people I know, I know that he, he does those things. And so anyways, because of 
the human that he is, it makes me want to gravitate and work with him so incredibly much. Um, so that's also on my, on my, uh, <clears throat> my dream board there, um, is to collaborate with him in some way at some point. And I would love to see that when that collaboration happens, cause I believe it will, I just will be 100% watching to see what y'all can create together. I mean, that would be just so. Epic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and then maybe the last person on my list, of course, I always add him to my list, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, it's just. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's yeah. one person. If I could just sit down with him and just pick his brain, especially when he wrote the, I have a dream speech and just to stand next to him as he was, you know, saying that and sharing it with the world, especially at a time when we needed to hear it and when there was so much divisiveness in in our country. I mean, I feel like that would just be such a pivotal moment in my life. So if I had those opportunities, those are the three, Tyler Perry, Viola Davis, Dr. Martin Luther King would be my three. Yeah, I mean, that would be, uh, I, I mean, we need more of that obviously now, <laughs> you know, and it feels like in our current uh current world we're in is we need more people and more voices uh like he like his um yeah that would be amazing i i feel like i wouldn't be worthy to 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 uh sit in on that coffee uh session <laughs> but uh uh that would be amazing even to be a fly on the wall to to understand what was going through his mind um and, you know and if we're talking that i mean there's so many there's so many people that it would just be uh, amazing. And, and uh, you know, those are the kind of voices I think we need to amplify today, you know? Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. So Sean, I'm, I've actually done something new on the podcast. I do a quick fun game at the end. So if you're ready, I'm going to ask you some rapid fire. Would you rather questions? <laughs> okay, let's do it. And then you just tell me which one you choose. <laughs> All right. So the first would you rather is, would you rather get up early or stay up late? Oh, I'm a night owl. Okay. So do you and I both agree on that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, would you rather be rich and famous or just rich? Ooh, that one is, that's tough. I know these are supposed to be rapid fire. Um, I don't care about fame for fame's sake, but like I was saying earlier, influence to make positive change. Uh, that's, and I don't care about the wealth. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that answers that question, but I guess I would say the famous one, but not because I want to be famous. Uh, I don't really don't care about that at all. But if I could with that influence, do something positive. Okay, let's go. There we go. Now, would you rather ask for help or figure it out yourself? Oh, I'm a problem solver. Okay. Now, would you rather watch reality television or a movie? Oh, come on. You know the you know the answer there. <laughs> Movies all the way. <laughs> I was trying to trip him up to see if he was going to say reality <laughs> TV. <laughs> now, fun question. I'm going to kind of segue. If you had to be on a reality show, which one would you choose to be on outside of Chopped? <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, I love the survival shows. I don't know that I could do it, but I would love if I had the training to be able to do one of those shows would be super cool. Um, you know, like alone, 
I mean, I don't know if I could do Naked and Afraid. Uh, that might be tough, but I love those shows. So, um, you know, something like that fascinates me. I don't know that I would do good on it, but maybe I would want it just for the experience uh, of of that survival thing, you know? Yes. So, you know, my favorite shows, actually, Survivor is my number one favorite show. And my second favorite show is... Um, Big Brother. So Big Brother be another one I would love to be. Mm, yeah, that's lots of that's lots of uh, gaming. That's lots of uh, building alliances and, you know, uh, figuring out how you're going to get to the end. Yeah, that takes a lot of. Uh, uh, you got to be clever, I think. And and uh, and um, I don't know if conniving is the right word, but maybe it is <laughs> <laughs> to be able to make it to the end of one of those. Yeah, this season, actually, I want to kind of talk about Big Brother really quickly, but we had our first African-American female to win, not only um, America's favorite house, house guest, but she also won the show, which is a first. Nice. First time that's happened, Miss Taylor. And I love her, one of my favorite contestants out of all 24 seasons. But Big Brother is just the celebrity version, the regular version I just enjoy. But I will say, Survivor, I have never missed a season since season one. I actually have my favorite season of Survivor was the Pearl Island season with Rupert and Sandra. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I love Rupert. If I ever get an opportunity to stand in a room with him, I'll be so honored. He's such an amazing human being from what I've heard. And I just remember all the contestants from that season. It was just such a – and that really gave me such a passion for the show. And I said, you know, if I ever tried out for Survivor, I'd probably get voted out the first week because I would probably <laughs> – I would probably have to, like, really just kind of just – get into all the mix of everything and being a counselor like i would definitely be able to read what everyone is doing so they're probably like we gotta get him out quickly because he i may not win a lot of competitions <laughs> but but my social game i would definitely know exactly what's going on so that would be like a fun experience for sure <laughs> that would be fun i think i would do decent on like the challenges and stuff like that but i think the uh, i'd probably be too nice to really make it far you know what i mean I, I would I wouldn't want to like screw people over or whatever, and so then I would get I'm sure I'd get voted out. Trust me, I got you on that one. So the last one I have: Would you rather? Would you rather eat the same meal for the rest of your life, or eat your favorite meal once a year? Mm. Yeah, I think the monotony of eating every the same thing every every meal that would be too much. So yeah, I would do my favorite meal once a year and then be able to have variety. Okay, I love that. You did really good, Sean. See, Sean had no idea those questions were coming, and you did really great on that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, Sean, before we end, I want you to kind of let our listeners know where can they find you online to be able to support you and your new ventures. And if you want to kind of share what's next for you, of course, we know the movie just came out, but I want you to kind of let everyone know again, kind of plug what's coming up. That way we can support and follow you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, the, social media, I'm probably the most on Instagram. Uh, you know, it kind of feeds my other social accounts like Twitter and Facebook. Um, but so if you find me on, on Instagram, you can probably find me everywhere else. Um, I also have a, a direct.me, uh, like a link account. Um, so that's direct.me backslash Sean Piccinino, or I'm sorry, director Sean and Sean is S H A U N. Um, 
And uh, that kind of has all my links, all the upcoming stuff. Um, of course, HBO Max, my new movie, Holiday Harmony. Um, I'd love it if you guys all take a look at that one. Um, and uh, more stuff that I've got coming up. I have an action movie called The Island. And that's starring Michael Jai White uh, and Jackson Rathbone. Also, um, uh, really, really cool, fun shoot that we had uh, out there. Brad Rushing was the cinematographer on that as well. And, um, you know, uh, just really cool. We got to do motorcycle chases and running through the rainforests and, you know, uh, shootouts in, in ancient ruins. And, you know, just it's really, really cool movie. So I'm excited about that. Uh, hopefully I'll come back on your show when that one's gearing up to release and we can talk there. Michael Jai White was awesome to work with such a cool, uh, uh, martial artist as well. Um, like legit martial artist, uh, and Jackson Rathbone from, from the twilight series fame. He was so funny. I was blown away at how much levity he brought to the role and he could also throw down his action scenes. He did all his own fight action, all his stunts. So it was pretty darn cool um, working with both of them. Um, and uh, um, so, yeah, so be on the lookout for that one coming up. Um, it, I'm sure uh, early to maybe the summer of 2023. Awesome. I'm a big Michael Jai White fan. I think he's amazing. He's done a lot of great movies in the past. So please support Sean Piccinino, you guys. Um, I will definitely, of course, be watching and supporting like I've always done. I want you to continue to succeed. I will definitely have you back in the future. And hopefully, we, of course, you guys will have Brad as well and Sean together um, next year on the show. And if you ever want to come back, Sean, I have a new show that just came out. It's called Embracing Your Love Marks. It's another podcast where we, where mm. we talk about self-care. Um, people who've experienced tra traumatic that's important yes it is very important and like anyone who's like struggled with trauma and found their way to the other side of it we really talk about what love marks mean and so I would love to have you on Dorian is my co-host on that show and if you're interested in beginning of next year we can definitely set up a date and time to kind of talk about your history things you've accomplished and resiliency that you've been able to form and getting to where you are Absolutely. Would love to come on there. That would be fantastic. Well, I appreciate you, Sean. This has been such a blast, a great time once again. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, Sean, thank you again for being on the show. I'm just really, really elated to see where you're going to go moving forward. Um, I'm definitely, hopefully at one point, you and I'll get a chance to work together on something. I've told Sean about my screenplay I've written. I always want to get it out there one day. And so I would love to work with you and Brad and hopefully in the future, because I think y'all are amazing and I love what y'all are doing. Oh, thank you so much. And yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, and again, just uh, appreciate you having on, having us on the show Absolutely. and the support. Anytime, anytime. So I hope you have a great rest of your holiday season and I will talk with you soon. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks bye. again. Bye Sean. <laughs> All right. Bye. Yeah.
Oh, oh, oh.